0: the pfc entertainment network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible this show has also been rated m for mature audiences only
1: welcome to a show that's as
0: real as it gets
1: you're looking for niceness this is not it (laughs) nope Real topics, real conversation. Of course, you had to go open up a can of worms. I did. (laughs) And probably some real controversy. Or, like, I'm I'm very blunt or whatever. It's only because, like, I really try to, like, say what's on my mind. it is like you kind of knew what was if you know who i am and you know what kind of person i like you knew it was coming jason
0: klaus i mean running on adrenaline caffeine and rage at this point so let's roll amy sheridan
1: like i have pains i am old and i have went through this is the real podcast on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by anchor.fm. Are we, though? Are we really?
0: We really are.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the real podcast. <laughs> Here on the PFC Entertainment <laughs> Network, I'm Jason Klaus. She is Amy Sheridan. <laughs> and, uh, it's Amy Week here, so you know it's it's always it's always a good time when uh, when Amy Week rolls around here. How are you, my dear?
1: I am friggin' fabulous.
0: Yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> I am fabulous. <laughs>
0: oh, thanks.
1: Living the dream. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, if I had a, a a nickel for every time I hear that day in and day out, I wouldn't have to work <laughs> my shoot job.
1: That is not something actually that i say a lot i just thought it was fitting for our conversation
0: yeah well i think that's the (laughs) goddamn truth but no where my uh current place of employment is that is it's almost like like a motto just living the dream well you uh put you should probably (laughs) figure something out because this ain't my dream pal this is only paying the bills but uh, Be that as it may, um, you doing okay? Yeah. Good.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm doing great. I had a I had a dishwasher delivered today, finally. You know what's what, his name? <laughs> Mateo. His name Mateo. <laughs> no, you like you know that you, you're old when you get excited about like new appliances, you know. God, you should see me with vacuums. I'm like, I can oh, only God.
0: imagine. I just want to
1: vacuum everything. You know, like vacuum, vacuum, vacuum. Look how great this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I w- I was gonna throw a joke in there about that, and you went ahead and beat me to the punch. So that's fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Baby,
0: look at this. I. Can't. I'm just going to let that one lie. You I mean, you open the door, I could have driven a fucking semi truck in there, but I'm just going to back it out here. I get it. But I get it, man. I, this is where we are in life. We get excited about dishwashers and washing machines and things of this nature. Totally get it.
1: I know. I was to- Oh my god. I I had gotten a new my very own first brand new washing machine in 2020. And um, yeah, which was three years ago. And I still am like, nobody can use a fucking washing machine except for Tim, because I'm so afraid that they'll break it. And like, to me, it's still brand new, even though it's three years old. I'm just like, no, it's brand new. That's my brand new washer. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this I'm, I'm pretty sure that this dishwasher that we have in this house has been there since. I'm gonna say since the eighties. I'm okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's it's been there since this house was built. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, it is just completely falling apart on the inside.
0: So so when's the installation process and who's doing it for you? Does does Tim know how how to do that kind of thing?
1: He does not. Okay but he's our installer, <laughs> so.
0: Well, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I know a thing or two about installation of appliances from my time as a uh, maintenance guy at an apartment complex. So if you guys decide you you need a hand, I'm your guy.
1: That would be amazing, actually, because um, he also is trying to install our new, um, our new um, uh, water softener. And he went to go do that last night. Hmm. And it didn't go so well. (laughs) But, I mean, we still have water today, so that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But I have no idea what he's going to do, so... If you just wanted to give him a call, because he w- he won't hear this until Saturday, and by right. Saturday it will be too late for us. So,
0: <laughs> when's he planning on uh, installing this thing? I
1: have, I don't know, because yesterday he tried, and I mean, it took him until like last night, and he came up, and he was just like, "So, it's a no go for breakfast. Right <laughs> um, apparently. I need this and this and this and so I'm gonna get that yeah tomorrow or something so my husband my husband is the best husband in the whole wide world but let me tell you a little something about my husband my husband decided to build Matthew his own room downstairs in our basement so that I could have this glorious office that used to be Matthew's room that took over a year, and it was just four walls and some carpet.
0: Listen, no one, the, this shit ain't easy. You can't go on on YouTube <laughs> and just watch watch that bullshit go on and be like, "Oh, fuck, I can knock this out in three hours." That yeah. is
1: exactly what he did. <laughs> he went on YouTube, and it took him over a year. But I will say. That room is absolutely stunning. When it was done, it was like friggin' perfect. So I will say, at least he took his time. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that much time when it comes to the water softener and then hooking up the dishwasher because I won't allow him to hook up the dishwasher until the water softener is in because we have stupid hard water and like everything's orange and you Mm -hmm. know red and you know it's it's well water it's your front of the mill well water so we'll see what happens oh and he told me to give you a message he said he never received your text
0: yeah i listen (laughs) i i have i had every intention to and like we talked a little bit off air and like shit just it got crazy time escaped me right Un unforeseen things came up and it's just like
1: fuck. Well, you had, were actually preparing for shit that was going on and you know i know you had a lot on your plate
0: i mean theoretically like i've got all the time in the world but then it, when it comes down to it i really don't because yeah. there's unforeseen circumstances that pop up that wind up taking a lot more time than i a lot i try to keep someone on something of a schedule um yeah so i mean it's not that i forgot about them because i haven't it's just i that has not been because i i don't want that to be a thing where we're rushing through it like i want to actually take the time and have a conversation and give give you know give and take feedback the ideas that type of thing so it is coming so I don't know. Fuck it. I mean, if I come over and put your dishwasher and we'll have all the time in the world to talk. About. <laughs> true.
1: Very true. Uh, time and having enough time. Like, so you know, you, you're a busy, you're a busy man, you have these ventures and you have your job. I'm a busy woman, I have my cookie venture and then I have my full time job. And you know, I got my kids and stuff. How hard is it for you to make friends?
0: Hmm. You know, I'm at this. That's a damn good question. Um, I'm at this stage in my life, Amy, where I feel like my friends and I. You know, people can't see this because this is audio. We're not. We're not filming this. but I'm using air quotations. Um, I. And I quote. Um, I feel like at this stage of my life. The people that are my friends, I've had for x x amount of years, and like that's all I've got room in my life for. Now, with that being said, I do you know given what I do, you know what we do here on the network, and you know more personally, I do run across people. Um, at my job, I work in a place that's got hundreds, if not thousands, of people rummaging around the buildings uh so i come in contact with a lot of people but i'm I, I for me personally i'm very leery about letting new people in close to me because i don't know how it is with you but i've gotten screwed over so many times by people that were quote unquote friends i know i that's just not something that I put a whole hell of a lot of effort into it. If it happens organically, it happens organically. But to go out and, you know, aggressive or actively, I guess I should say, try to make new friends. I'll be honest. I don't even know at this stage if I even fucking know how.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I think, you know, when it became like it was easy for, for people to make friends, you know, like when they're kids. They have a school. They're going to school, and they're, you know, meeting all their friends in their class. And every year, as the years go on, you, there are like, you know, different kids that come and go. And then, you know, you're playing at recess, and of course, you know, it, like it, it, it's like a natural thing to just make friends. And then, hopefully, those friends will stick with you, you know, throughout your whole life cycle. And of course, you know, like you'll lose some, you'll gain some, you know, in high school. Every class has got different people, people, you know, that move in, people from different schools, you know, that are, you know, coming and going, like, because, you know, up here we had, we had two, we had like six elementaries. So, of course, if you went to one elementary, you had no idea who, you know, the rest of the people were going into the rest of the elementaries. And then once you get into junior high, there were two different junior highs. So like you met another new class of kids that would come in, you know, because then all those six elementary kids would be divided into these two junior highs and then of course we have the two high schools mm-hmm. and if you lived on one side of 24 you went to east if you went on the other side of 24 you went to west so it was it was kind of like okay like where do you live and then if you move then you usually would move schools. You know, now they have school of choice. I don't really remember school of choice back then. We
0: didn't have that as an option when we I was just gonna say
1: I, I don't think we did. Like I think if you moved on the other side of 24, like
0: you had you went to look yeah yeah
1: there was no school of choice. Like you just went where you moved to and um so you know you, you'd get people from you know other other sides of the track that move and i mean it's it's just insane but you know like you were constantly throughout your entire childhood meeting new people on a on a daily basis you know so um i i think it was just so much easier and as kids like you would go out you would go out to the movies and like you go to votech and then you'd meet kids from like still the county but like way more other like sides like Emily City and Dryden and Elmont and you'd like meet all those kids and then like once you'd go out with one of those kids you'd be introduced to like their friends around their circle you know and it just kind of snowballed like that and like that's how you got to know people in today's world (laughs) when you're an adult it's not like that it's not like that at all and you know like I heard this 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 question on, um I don't know if you listen to Mojo in the Morning on Channel 955.
0: I do not, but I'm aware of them.
1: Yeah, I was listening to their show, and they were talking about how hard it is for adults to make friends. And it, like, really got me thinking. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, I don't think that I've, besides joining a sport and meeting You know the the new ladies there and then meeting you know a couple of their friends and stuff like that like i don't think that i've made any new friends outside of just joining that sport and i had to join the sport in order to even make new friends like how bizarre is that that we as adults barely know how to make new friends
0: I feel like a lot of that is what you laid out in terms of the foundation of, of your topic here is accessibility. When your kids, like you said, we are when, we're, when we were kids, you know, we had exposure to all kinds of different kids in around our age because of, of school. You know, and, and like you said, if you move from one district to another and one school to another, you're meeting a whole new crop of people, whole whole new crop of friends. By and large, um, unless you are a job jumper, most people, most adults have settled into what their career is going to be. Not everybody, and I get that. Um, a lot of people's jobs require them to travel. So their accessibility or their exposure to other people is going to be a lot more vast than somebody that spends eight or nine hours on, uh, an assembly line. Um, it's, it's all about who, you know, how many different groups of people are you being exposed to now with, you know, you mentioned where you you know, you got involved in roller derby, you know, so that that opened up a lot of doors that introduced you to a lot of people, some of which, you know, I have no doubt you still maintain a friendship with Liz is one that 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 immediately comes to mind. Yeah. Right. Um, which sidebar, I actually offered her her own show here on, on the network.
1: Oh, that's uh, awesome.
0: Uh, you know, very, very preliminarily speaking, but just something to get her to, you know, something to think about. Um, but back on track, like for me, and like when you, when you propose this, this topic, I was sitting here thinking, when was the last time I made an, any quote unquote new friends? And it is because of my work at GM, because, you know, there are people that come and go, they take one job on this line, then they take another job on another line. And, like I'm exposed to a lot of people but like I'm very selective about who I open those doors up to you know that, that are, there there've been people that worked right next to me I probably say maybe two words to every single day and that's it you right. know these these are not people I'm going to invite over for a barbecue you know
1: yeah
0: um I look back on our time with in the wrestling business And how many goddamn people walked through the doors of the MWO in the time that you were there and and beyond. And like, there's only a fraction of those people, even after closing the company and retiring from the business. there's only a handful of people I correspond with from that realm on a regular basis. Right. Um, Is it because we as we've gotten older, we've become more jaded? about how people can be or are we still like licking the wounds of being fucked over in some way or another being you know compromised in another way it's like for me like i'm very leery about getting close to anybody anymore because i don't trust anybody's motives i don't trust people in general like no i mean there's there's (laughs) exceptions there's exceptions um, right. But by and large, like if if I'm meeting somebody for the first time, I can't help but think, mm, how long is it going to be before the the other shoe drops? Yeah, and and they're and they're going to expose who and what they truly are to their core. So I'm very leery about that. I feel like as we've gotten older, um, it is a hell of a lot more difficult. Now there are other people, and like, you know, you I'm sure you know people like this too. They love everybody. They will talk to anybody and everything about anything under the sun. Well, bless your heart that you're able to do that. I am not, you know, so it's right. individualized too.
1: Right. So I know that like I have a a very small core group of people that like friend, friends. I have a ton of acquaintances as as I'm sure you do too. Like they're not. They're not like your good friend, but there's someone that you can talk to or be in the same room with and you guys just have a good time. You know, like they're 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 acquaintances, but you wouldn't exactly tell them like your personal business. You know, they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, they're they're like a a friend, but they're more like acquaintances. I have a very, very small, tight group (laughs) of people. in which that's not always good too so like the people that you know i used to equate oh well a really good friendship is like you know like a a a friend that you've had for like ever that is not true that is not true at all like even they can change and turn into people that you just don't like or they can obviously stab you in the back just as much as someone you met a month ago could you know like I feel like the world has changed so much especially like today like in today's world because it's so very I I almost said two sided, but it's kind of like three sided, you know, like you, you have Republicans, you have Democrats, and then you have like these people that are just like, man, I I don't, I don't really give a fuck about any of them. You know, like, it it doesn't really matter to me, because I don't, I don't follow that shit, you know. Um, So I think it's I think it's harder now because now I think everyone's like looking for that whole, oh, my God, well, are they Republican or are they Democrat? Are they going to scream down my throat if I say the wrong word? You know, like, uh, who are these people? Like, And you you never really know until you until you almost get hurt by them, like they're either going to hurt you or they're not. You know, um, my I'm a little different with with work. So like you met some really awesome people at your job.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't tell people at my job, like old and new. Besides like my old boss, which I have a story about that too. My my old boss, um, sidebar, uh, was an attorney, and and I worked with her for eleven years, and she had been on the donor list for the past three years and she had retired which is why I had to change professions she finally got a kidney
0: did she really She did so phenomenal
1: it it was like I I cried it couldn't have happened to a better person like this boss ruined almost all bosses for me because she was so amazing Mm -hmm. so amazing and like I would have donated my kidney to her if I was a compatible blood type in which I wasn't. So, um, like she was just amazing and she totally got a kidney and I'm just like, hallelujah, you know? So I'm, I'm so hopeful for other people that I know are on the transplant list. And I'm, I'm just so thankful, you know, because that not only is that amazing for her but it also gives me like so much renewed hope because I, I still know like two more people that are on the transplant list for a kidney. So it's it's extremely awesome. Extremely awesome. But in any case, um i never really told a lot of people at my work um like my my personal business because i almost feel like you know like when you're at work like they're not your friends, like they're your colleagues. And so with my job now, I definitely work with a lot of people and I've I've made friends, but it's like still, it, it's different because I still don't want to tell them, let them in my personal life, you know, still cuz i'm it's still a
0: vulnerability like, thing right
1: yeah maybe and you know i i don't trust work people <laughs> you know cuz like I, I feel like there's like this thing where you know they're not trying to get your job but you know like everyone talks and everyone gossips and you're just kind of like oh my god is this going to get me in trouble like and and it's your job you know like so I don't really like messing with my money like that, you know, like that's my bread and butter. That's how my family eats. You know, that's how we function. So I, I try to just kind of stay away from that. Um, but yes, in the wrestling business and moving on to Derby, that's where I met, you know, some phenomenal ladies and some not so much phenomenal ladies <laughs> who i thought were you know friends but the same thing kind of rings true for those to me and and maybe not to you because like I, you know like you had just said you still talk to about a handful of people but like for me once i was out of the wrestling business it was like just, I could count on one hand of people that I still would talk to and still consider an actual friend. The rest of them are kind of like, oh, well, you're out. So then that means you're out. Right. And the same with Derby, like, it's like, you can count them on one hand, you know, like the good ones, the ones that are like, they see you as a person. And, you know, you're you're in that shit. And, and then once you're out and you're done, like they have no use for you, you know, that that's it, you're done. And so, you know, you, you open yourself up even in those situations and, and you're vulnerable. And a lot of people know like your personal business with that too, you know, cause not so much with wrestling. I mean, every, it used to be like everything was a wrestling show and then, you know, like you back off a little bit or you go down like a different path, you know, like I was a manager slash wrestler and then moved to ring announcer and then moved to different promotions. And it's, it's kind of like the same, you know, like, I don't know, like the, the same way it's like, you're out and then they just don't, they're just like, I mean, you were a cool person, but there's like nothing for us to talk about now. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. You know,
0: and well, something like that, that goes to show you what you truly meant to them on a personal right. level, but um, I get that. I, as you're laying that out, that part out, like I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, who are the people that I consider my friends, how many of them had been involved in the wrestling business that I correspond with on a regular basis? Uh, like I said, handful. And I think of like my friend, my, the ones that I, that I trust and the ones that I can confide in. And I, I know that they got my back Here's Here's the, uh, the common trait between all of them is, their position in my life as my friend averages 15 years
2: right you know what
0: i'm saying and you know that's a testament to what they are to me and what i think about them because there's also been people that i have known for 10 plus years and shit has materialized or gone down especially you know in recent years where i've made some pretty significant changes in my life like that's when you realize who truly has your back who don't and you know there's been people that i've known 10 12 years they're out of here because they they have demonstrated uh they're not trustworthy i don't need their aura in my life i don't need any of this shit and like i have no qualms whatsoever of of severing those ties does that make me an asshole probably in in their mind absolutely i am but they're not worth compromising my 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 peace my inner peace my self-worth when that shit starts coming into play that's when when the tough decisions have to be made then two that's why i am uh i'm as jaded as i am with people and and getting closer, allowing myself to get comfortable with people because in the back of my mind, I already have a preconceived notion, fair or not. It's just a matter of time before these people fuck me in some way. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the the whole argument is it is incredibly difficult for the majority of adults, especially as we're coming into our 40s and beyond, You know, it's the whole trust factor thing. It's, you know, add social the the whole social media aspect into it because I feel like that has redefined what people consider friends. And well, if we're not Facebook friends, then it it ain't real. Well, if you're putting that kind of stock in something like that, you are demonstrating fundamentally Your internal wiring is jacked up, and I don't mind telling you that. (laughs) Maybe I'm the one who's crazy.
1: No, I I definitely don't think that you're crazy at all. Um, I mean, I, I guess I would see like the only bad thing was, you know, with that is you might you might lose out. You know, if you're if your guard is up like all the fucking time, it's like, yeah, you might lose out on those special people, you know, and it's it's not always those people that, you know, that that'll fuck you over like that. I mean, Jesus, I I just had a friend of 30 plus years fuck me over, you know, and I never thought that that shit would happen, like never thought, but it happened and it hurts. And then you get over it and you move on and you move forward and then you look to those people that aren't like that, you know, like, I think it's, I think it's easy to, to cut people out of your life. It's hard to process certain cuts. Um. But I don't know, like, it kind of goes along with that phrase uh, about love, about love. Let's talk about love for a second
0: all you need it
1: no no not <laughs> all you need is love that's, that's like a beatles song isn't it <laughs> it is <laughs> it, which is actually it's a really good beatles song um but that that phrase that said it's it's better to have love than to have never loved at all
0: love and lost and, and not have loved at all yes
1: correct Correct. Yeah, that that's what it is, and it's like I, I really feel that you know, like you have to be open to that and accept the loss and process it and deal with it and move on in order to to find that you know that special one. Isn't isn't that the process? Isn't that the way that it's supposed to to go for people? So because I think like that about love. I I think that way about friends, too. Like, yeah, you're going to have those really shitty ones and you're going to have your walls up. But sometimes, you know, it may be super beneficial to lower your wall a little bit, you know, and, and maybe not give so much information, you know, like let the person earn your friendship. But then again, like you said earlier, like... How does one even make friends without like joining a sport or a fucking club or something you know like how do you go out looking for friends and (laughs) i don't know like is it like dating do you like go to the bar and just sit at the bar and drink and like wait for people to walk in and be like hi hi baby you know (laughs) you want to be my friend
0: i mean some people do that though (laughs)
1: I have never come across anyone that has ever done that. That has ever done that. And you're right, like, I don't even think I know how to like properly like make a friend. It just kind of always just happened. You know? So like people looking for, you know, my mom always <laughs> says, I have no friends. I have, and I'm always like, go on, fucking make some friends. And then I'm I'm thinking like, well, how the fuck does she even do that? Like, how do you even do that? How do you just go out and make friends? It's so difficult. <clears throat> it's, like, stupid difficult, especially for adults. And, like, we should know this. We should... We know how to do everything else. You know, like, we know how to budget bills, and we know how to write a fucking checkout, and we, you know, we know how to bake vehicles, and we know how to balance budgets, and... Do all this shit, all, like all this crazy shit. But like, do we know the simplest of simple things that we used to do when we were kids? And that's how to make a friend?
0: No, you know why? Because the things that we valued and that we were taught when we were growing up, what um what the core values are when you know, as we were coming into our own are no longer applicable. Yeah. That's the problem. Our society is so skewed here today versus the way it was 30, 40 years ago. It makes it that much difficult because people like in in our age demo and older, we were raised on, you scratch your back, or I'll, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. Right. That's not the case anymore. It's I'll scratch your back, but <clears throat> I'm putting a fucking knife in, you know, but <laughs> and vice versa. Right. Now, I sit here a lot, week in, week out, across the platforms, and talk shit about social media. Now, there, there is good that does come out of social media because that does provide right. you access to a, a variety of different people, if you're in different groups and forums and things of this nature, you start to introduce yourself even in a text form or, you know, with selfies and shit like that. But primarily, your correspondence is done with your thumbs, you know, instead of verbalizing. Um, that has been a, a contributor. To where we are now, why it is more difficult to make and sustain meaningful relationships, meaningful friendships, because we may be able to sit here for hours on end and have one of the deepest conversations that you'll ever have. But if you were to meet that person in public or in, you know face to face, there is an awkwardness there. You know, because, you know, doing it through text is one thing, but to be in the same room or the same space and to pick up on people's vibes and their body language and, and all of that shit, like sometimes it works out great. Other times there is a disconnect somewhere because, and this falls generally on younger folks now that have been raised. On the internet, that this is how they correspond. This is how they they communicate, and it is the most awkward of 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 interactions you will ever see because they don't know how to act like a human anymore. Everything is done electronically. That ugh, I'm fucking torn on it because it adds it's a it, it's a slice of the proverbial pie. Of why our society has become pussified in this day and age. I know I I, I felt myself going on a fucking rant <laughs> on the sidebar, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, this is Amy's show. We we're not going to do it on here. I'll do it on Close to the Heart, which appears Tuesdays, but I, I'm not going to do it here on 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 your show, Amy. I have too much respect for you. Well, thank
1: you.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's...
1: I should go on, on on the same rant, you know, for, for social media. But at, at least these kids still get to be in a classroom with human interaction and see their teachers with human interaction and still go on the playground and, and play in their sports and, you know, all this stuff with human interaction. So at least they're still getting that part. Um you know, like during the pandemic, they didn't get that part. There was no sports, There was no in-person learning. Like everything was technology, everything. So I'm very thankful that that did not continue because I think that would have been the downfall. I think our kids, you would have probably seen a a big spike in like suicide rates as they got older, you know, because like they didn't pick up those social skills in these early times and, and make those friends so that they're not alone. And, you know, get all that stuff and and yeah i mean that's that's like a whole that's like a whole different thing that's like a whole other show and (laughs) i i really don't want to go into that you know right now but yeah i mean i i i see what you're saying it's it's incredibly difficult i think technology has made things even more difficult you know um i i think I think some people also view um, like Facebook or in, in, in Insta Instagram, <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think that they view that and they view these pictures that these people decide to present to the world, and I, I think they 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 view it as face value, and a lot of these these things they're they're not as as what they appear to be. So, you know, just kind of like, you know, back in the day when us girls used to look at these magazines and see these beautiful women and just think, oh, my God, like, that's what I'm supposed to look like. Like, that's supposed to be my body type because that's what all magazines and models and uh figures in in boutiques that you know modeled these clothes and they were in every window shop I, I think when we viewed that so much and it was all around us I think you know that's what I'm supposed to look like until like you get out there in a the real world and you see all these body types and you're like oh okay but we're all you know what I mean like it, it's so hard to get to that place and I think that with everyone looking at social media too and they see all these happy fucking people and you know they're only displaying what they want other people to to see and they're displaying something that they desperately want to be you know it and you're as an outsider looking in you're taking it at, at face value and you're thinking oh my God, how come all these people are so fucking happy? Like, isn't that the way it's supposed to be for me? Isn't that what my life's supposed to be? And it's not. It's not at all. Like, I don't know, not any one person, maybe besides my Aunt Debbie, who is a friggin' saint. And she's not even, like, really my aunt. She's she's my godmother. Um, But she is way older and... Th- there is not an unhappy bone in that woman's body. Like, I don't know anyone else besides her um, that has this perfect life and it's happiness all the time. And, you know, it's it's that joyous. And oh, my God, things are just so wonderful. And there's no fucking way there is no fucking way because like i'm uber happy like with my life right now like i'm i'm so fucking satisfied like i could literally be told that i have cancer and i will die in like a week and i will be like you know what i like i have everything that i want right now like there is nothing else in this world that i want except for it's it's right here and it's still not perfect you know so I think people also see a whole different reality, like a a fake-ass reality, and they think that that's where they're supposed to be and that that's what they want, but that's that's not the way it is. It's not really the way it is. So I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. I think I just, like, went on some weird thing.
0: No, you said something very prominent here, and it's... People are looking for some degree of perfection, they put way too much stock in the word perfect. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's the beautiful part about it. But when, when when people put so much stock in perfection, especially when it comes to friendships or trying to build friendships, got news for you, Jack. There is nothing perfect about it. Now your your connection can be on a fundamental level because otherwise what what are you doing spending your time with people like that right you know but because of the things that you laid out in terms of what is deemed acceptable what is deemed pretty what is deemed popular what is deemed this that or the other thing people have that that wired into their brain and they carry that into every possible aspect of their life that does include friendships. You've known me a long time. You and I have known known each other over 20 years. And I've, you know, you know my friends, Jason Cloyd, Tony Woodcomb. These are guys I've known over 35 years.
1: Right.
0: Not, those friendships are not perfect. They've gotten messy. They've gotten controversial. We've pissed each other off. We've, you know, been at each other's throat. But at the same time, those two, Sean Grugel, um, Joe Sny, I mean, I there's there's a few of them that that really come to mind that these are my go to people. These are the ones that I know that I can trust wholeheartedly. Is has our friendship been perfect? No no and and it won't be
1: right
0: because if you go into it with its perfection or nothing you are going to have a very sad existence because something that they're going to do is going to you know it's going to trigger that imperfection in your brain be like well why I, I can't be fucking around with that no more well why you know so try and do strip away all of that shit and focus back more on the individuals themselves you know the good and the bad doesn't matter what kind of relationship that you have if it's an intimate one if it's you know your your buddies at work or on the sports rec league or whatever the case may be uh it ain't gonna be perfect And if you go into it with this mentality that everything is going to be perfect, you are setting yourself up for failure and you're going to wind up risking probably a very significant relationship and person in your life. Right. Uh, You know, people will. Who have quote unquote hit rock bottom. I've known people that have uprooted their whole lives, just packed up their shit and moved four states over and pop themselves back down to get a clean slate to get a clean or a fresh start if you go into it with that mentality chances are you're going to have a better uh odds of you know coming across somebody that could become a very good friend yeah but here's the other thing it's always about what you put out to. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you I've always been a person you get back what you put out. If if you if you put out things that are disingenuous or they have ulterior motives, that's exactly what you're gonna get back. Yeah. So it's a vicious you know mental cycle. Because you are you are expecting that other shoe to drop. Why? Because you have already put that preconceived notion out into the universe. And this is what you're going to get back. Because that's the kind of aura that you are going to draw to yourself. Very rarely does one bust through all that. And because they are invested in you. They believe in you. Even if you don't believe in yourself. Well, I mean, that's that makes for a significant story. A significant friendship. But that's not the norm it just isn't you get back what you you get back what you put out I've I've maintained that this is no exception I don't know it's
1: I mean it that's not always the case though you know because like I don't know like I don't really want to compare apples to oranges or anything but like when I'm somebody's friend, like I'm their friend. I'm going to support them no matter what decisions they make. You know, I, of course, I'm, I'm not always going to agree with decisions. Um, I, I never, <laughs> I, ne- I very rarely, you know, will not tell someone, okay, well, if you're asking my opinion, like, do you want me to be honest with you? Or do you want me to lie to you? You know, and if they say, oh, no, please be honest. Like, those that have gotten to know me, like they know that i'm I'm really blunt when it comes to that because like I'm just giving you my honest opinion. Like if you really wanted to know, like if you don't, then just tell me no. I just I either need you to a listen or I need you to just tell me something that I want to hear. I'll be happy to do either. you know, yeah. like I will listen to you or i I will totally agree with you and just tell you what you want to hear. You know, like if that's what you need, then that's what you need. You know, but if you tell me you want me to be honest, I'm I'm going to be honest. Like, I am the girl that will tell another girl, dude, yes, looks fat and that. No, if that's not what you're going for, don't do it. Because that's what I expect people to to tell to me. You know, like, if I look bad in something, don't be like, oh, girl, you look good. No, no, no. Like, I want you to tell me if I look bad in something, you know, like, so that I'm not embarrassing myself. Like, I, I, I want people to be honest with me constructive criticism and if I did something bad like tell me so that I can I can apologize I can realize my mistake learn from it and and make it better you know like that's what you do when you grow as humans so that's what I put out and I very very rarely I mean it's a select few very rarely will I get that back so I it doesn't stop me from putting out that vibe you know like that I I'm honest but I'm your friend and I'm going to support you no matter what I'm not here to judge you but I'm also not going to sit there and fucking lie to you all the time and just tell you what you want to hear if that's not what you want to hear you know like so and I I feel like that gets me in trouble sometimes because I've I've had I've had situations where someone has asked me Oh, well, what do you think about so-and-so? And then I oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I usually always, always the first words out of my mouth. Do you want me to be honest with you or do you want me to lie to you? And they're like, okay, just no, be honest. So I will tell them my true feelings and then they'll be like, oh, okay, all right. And they either listen or they don't, which is fine, whatever, their life. You know, I just, they wanted my opinion. I gave it and I wasn't judged for that yet. And later on, something will happen. And they'll be like, well, I can't even tell you this because you said this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And and they hold it against me. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. You asked me for my honest opinion and now you're throwing it back in my face? Like, that was an honest opinion from the information that you gave me. Like, you gave me that information and I told you what my honest opinion was. And so later on, they like, they throw it in your face. So that has bit me in the ass before, but it's kind of like, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, like, that's, I can't help it that I'm honest, you know, and it, it's not like a, that I'm trying to be mean. I, you know, I don't say it in a rude fucking asshole way. Like, not like that. You know, it's just... Okay, well, if you want my opinion, this is my opinion. Take it or leave it. And you know, but I don't like judge, I don't judge them for their decisions at all. That's not my job because it's not my fucking life. My job is to support my friends. Like if you need support, I got you. Like you need me to do something, all you gotta do is ask. I got you. You know, if if I need help or I need to talk or whatever, I hope you got me. That's it like right. there's there's really no weird strings attached, and you're right. It's not always perfect. I will get into arguments with my friends. but usually, like you can it always comes back. I have not talked to, to certain friends in quite a while, and then it's like something will happen. They will need me. I will be there. And then it's like it's like nothing ever happened. And that's fine too. I'm okay with that because, they obviously meant something to me for me to stop exactly what I was doing, not care about what the fuck happens. Like, they need me now. I'm there. And I would expect the same thing. But you don't always get the same thing.
0: That's no, true. That's very true. You don't. Very true. You but know that's...
1: it shouldn't stop you from continuing to be the person that you want to be.
0: See, I feel like that's the part that I, I have the biggest issue with, because especially nowadays, you fuck me over once, I'm kind of done. Right. You know, there are exceptions to the rule, all depending on the person, all depending on what all has gone into that particular friendship, relationship, what have you. Um, but by and large, you know, I guess this is where it, where it gets individualized and where people's personal journeys, play a very heavy role in how they react, how they act and react to any kind of situation that deals with, any, with another human, that they have any kind of feelings about or what have you. Um, the way I go about things, the way you go about things may not always coincide, but um, at the end of the day, like our values our core values of what we hold near and dear in terms of our of friendships that we have are kind of in line with one another because well i'll go ahead and say it we're decent people and we were raised the right way uh not a lot of people especially in the in in the younger demo um they can't necessarily say that especially when the majority of their upbringing has been spent with their faces plastered in a, some sort of electronic screen, yeah. um, and that that does that does play a fundamental role in their development and how they they go about making friends, maintaining friends, things of this nature. Uh, you and I don't always see eye to eye on shit, but at the end of the day, I I know if I need something. You and Tim are a phone call away, vice oh, versa. Yeah. You know, we may not agree on everything, but that doesn't mean anything. I think you guys are shitty people right. and you guys don't think I'm a shitty person. We just don't agree with that.
2: Mm. But
0: there but there's <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm. nah. Do I? I don't know.
1: <laughs> sorry I had to be You make- know
0: what? fuck you <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, I swear to God, when we were in wrestling, my favorite was making your face run,
0: which happened pretty often.
2: (laughs) It did. I used to make you so bad.
0: Get somebody get her the fuck out of this building (laughs) at least for five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that was very much a thing. Who's on Amy Control this week?
1: Oh, my God. I know. And I was way more rambunctious back then.
0: If you can imagine that, folks. (laughs) I mean, you hear what we do here. Can you imagine this times 10?
1: Oh, man. I was a bad... Oh, I swear I was a terrible person. I used to judge everybody. Everyone. (laughs) No. I was such a judger. You... (laughs) Yep,
0: big You're, time.
1: It doesn't pay off. Let me tell you, that is for those for those thinking about doing that. That is not the path you want to take. No, you'll be very unhappy with yourself because, again, what you put out, you get back. And that's not fun. That's not fun at all. Learn from me. Grow from me.
0: Don't, don't do as I do. Yes. Do as I say. <laughs> you're not letting them in the company are you well why not well because his beard is out of alignment like what the (laughs) fuck?
1: oh my god she looks like a stripper she (laughs) cannot be in here (laughs) like really Really? that that's what i amounted that's what i did that's what i used my time in there to do really I mean, sure I did. I did some pretty cool shit. But man, if I could go back. I'd probably make way better use of, out of my time. Like way and I mean, I mean, like I was in it. And again, I did some really cool stuff that I never thought that I would do. <sighs> but all the uh, other unnecessary shit. It was just that. It was just so fucking unnecessary. And I'm sure it made a lot of people. Just fucking despise me. In which. I don't care now. (laughs) But. I did care then. And it made me really unhappy. And sometimes that's the thing. Maybe you should take a good look at yourself. If shit's not going right. And see what you're doing too. Like. Yeah just take a good look at yourself. Everyone does it. There's no shame in that. There's, there's no shame in being a a crappy human being. Like the shame is knowing that you're a crappy human being and not doing anything to fix it. Like nothing to fix it. I mean, and I, I must've been like a half a crappy human being and half a good person. Like, Y'all must have a select few of you, y'all must have seen something good in me to not completely cut me out of your lives. You know what I mean? So there is like that little bit of hope, but to me, I was like, oh my God, I was like the crappiest of crappy people. But backed him.
0: I mean (laughs) I mean it provided a life lesson though. You know, and that's something that registers to this very day. 20 years later
1: but that's how scandalous people can be yeah don't be like that it is not worth it
0: you know there's there's a lot of good people in this world and there's a lot of people that have gotten fucked over pretty bad by people um you know, it's it's an individualized thing. It's it it boils down to what what are you comfortable with? What what you know what your inner peace looks and feels like, and can other people co- contribute in a positive way to your overall peace and happiness with your life? Um, that's that's just going to be something that every. I mean, we can sit here and lay out every scenario on, under the sun. But unless they are of that mindset, it doesn't mean fuck all, because they already have this this notion in their head that this is the way it's going to go. If you give if you give people at least one chance, um, if you go into it with as open mind, open of a mind as you possibly can, you could find out that your best friend is indeed the dude that you worked right next to or across from or that you passed on the street or whatever for x amount of time and you just never gave them or yourself a chance so if you're missing on that companionship or that friendship or things of this nature like you said earlier take take an honest look at yourself and how you conduct yourself maybe it's time to let those walls not all the way down but let's let's bring them down a little bit so you can kind of get a peek over over the top and see what could be because you never know that could be your lifelong best friend for the remainder of your days right there in front of you you know yeah this was a very good topic amy yeah it was thanks to mojo in the morning for inspiring said uh conversation
1: so Uh, also funny story i had this topic and it was written down for the last show but the last show i was so frazzled i had no idea where i put my little piece of paper with my topics and i couldn't remember for the life of me and that's why i was like i had no topic me this was the topic oh
0: well funny how everything just kind of lines up like that right (laughs) Like the universe is a funny thing. I mean, this could be a topic unto its own, but just when you think things are mm, fucked up and and things are not going right, and you've been waiting for this, that, or the other thing, you've given up hope, you've given up this, that, or the other thing. The universe finds a way to put things in alignment that puts you back on some degree, some path that you're supposed to at least explore if not fully embark on so it's funny how that how that works out it is interesting it is. anything else you want to throw in here before we put a bow on this
1: no thank you
0: all right uh for any feedback comments questions concerns anything show topic ideas anything of the sort find us over on well facebook uh just look for the real pie it seems then that, that's the mind fuck Amy Is <laughs> I sit here For an hour two hours all depending on What show we're on Talk shit about social media and then I come back In at, at the end of it Hit us up over on facebook.com Forward slash the real podcast But
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I try to utilize the good part Of social media Yeah, Not on the bad part you know But sure. seriously Find us over on Facebook, klaus to the Heart.net is our official website. Uh, or if you want to go the email route, KlausToTheHeart at gmail.com. Uh, that will get us um, on the right path in terms of getting your message seen, responded to, right on the air, which would, you know, whatever has to happen here. New merchandise is available over on our online store, CafePress.com forward slash PFC network i almost made made the fuck baby shirt amy but i just couldn't i like i had it i know but
1: someone would say something about like oh you don't like babies yeah
0: yeah like uh, clearly you're not a fan of the show but i designed it it made me chuckle but i did not not upload it but there are (laughs) (laughs) there are for sure that's what i'm here for Ah, uh, seventy-five new items were were uploaded over the last week across the board here. Uh, so check that out, cafepress.com forward slash pfc network. And then, um, yeah, happy Mother's Day to you, by the way, which hey. will be tomorrow as as the show drops into all the moms out there. Your work, your your presence in life is immeasurable. Well, for the good moms, there are some shit ones out there. But for the good moms, um, very, very happy Mother's Day to you all. So with that, go out this week. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. Amy, we'll see you in two weeks. And with that, this has been The Real Podcast here on the PFC Entertainment Network.
2: and get new stuff to celebrate my favorite shows, there's only one place that I go to, and it's where you need to go to for all of the great merchandise from the PFC Entertainment Network. I go to the official online store powered by cafepress.com. You can head on over to the official online store right now and see all of the latest t shirts, hoodies, pants, coffee mugs, sippy cups, bed sheets floor mats and anything else that you can think of with the various logos and designs of all the great shows here on the pfc entertainment network including close to the heart the real podcast turnbuckle time machine and even new merchandise for the heat vent i'm not allowed to listen to that my mom said because levi gets a little raw but if I wanted new merchandise for the heat vent, and there's only one place I go to, that's where you need to go to, too. CafePress.com forward slash PFC Network, the official online store of the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network.